You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Three windows Monday. How y'all doing? This is Colin. We're going to get to him in a second. Who he is. He's a great, great UGA fan, which is fantastic because do you know who we don't allow on this podcast, Daniel? Anyone else? Anyone else. There you go. There there it is. Somebody asked on the YouTube uh, uh, channel, how do I get on the pod? And I said, be an awesome fan. That's that's it. This is how it goes. Colin is one of those. Daniel and I are fans first and foremost. We do nothing but talk UGA like you would at a tailgate or with friends or with the ex-Florida fan that is now subtly, ever so slightly inching their way to either Bama or Auburn or Ole Miss. Who's to say? Um, We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We're fans. Don't take ourselves too seriously, nor each other. Have some fun on this podcast with us. Uh, Scully Reddy? Is that that your name? Is that your name in the comments on YouTube? Where'd you go, bro? Where'd you go? How are we doing down there? No, he's going... I have faith, Clint. He's going to be here on this video. He's going to be in the comments. We'll see. Moral victories. They outgained us. I don't know if you know that. All right. Um, We're fans. You're fans. That's what the podcast is all about. Um, if you're a Georgia fan, congratulations um, are in order to you. And uh, we're glad that you're here. Um, Clint and I are here every day uh, talking about the dogs, and we love to have as many of you on the podcast as we can. Um, at Dogs Podcast is the Twitter. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email address. Um, YouTube, audio podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your audio Go there, subscribe, leave us a rating and review, um, and then head on over to YouTube. Um, if you're one of Colin's degenerate friends and you're here watching the podcast, Ooh, just just subscribe to the uh, yeah. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel, and um, it's a personal favor to him if you do that. And so he will owe you the next time you go visit him out in Colorado. He'll take you drinks on That's drinks what he on said. Colin. all expenses paid. Yep. Drinks on him if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. So go ahead and do that. Um, uh, Colin, longtime listener, first-time mm-hmm. caller, welcome to the show. How are you feeling, Thank man? you. Thank you. I'm feeling great. I kind of – I like to think about this. They give – you know, Clint and Daniel give their spiel at the beginning of the show. They are fans first and foremost, whatever. They talk like fans. They uh, they talk like you would. And they also run their podcast like you would. And you would just have your friends on. So here I am. <laughs> That's in right. the flesh. <laughs> it's much easier that way. It's much yeah, like, exactly. This we we could shoot for the big. We're trying. We're not trying to have Kirk Herb Street on the pod. Okay, like it's not. Production is pretty yeah, simple. Yeah, when yeah. all of a sudden we just we just go through our our phone and be like, I don't know, Colin. Colin's he'd be fun. I bet. Sure, let's have him on. There we go. Here sure. I am. We know you're listening. Um, well, it's it's thirty four to seven. That's the number that we're really here to talk about today. Um. Again, the I mean, we could start any number of places. The moral mm. victories that Florida, Florida has I, achieved in this I, I series. Was, I was just going to say, Daniel, Daniel, how dare you start by saying good news? Did you know that we had the same amount of first down conversions as Florida? Did you know they had more completions than us? 
Did you know that they had the same? We had the same amount of turnovers as they did. Did you know that they hmm. passed for more yards than us? How dare you say that we should be proud of this game? Hmm. That's Ooh. it's tough. I, I, you know, when they scored that touchdown, I, I was, I was upset. I know you were Wait, upset. Which touchdown? Oh. which touchdown were you talking about, Daniel? The, the touchdown. The one. The one touchdown. I just wanted touchdown. to touchdown. I'm sorry. Sure I, I said, knew which one. I thought I made it clear when they scored the touchdown. That's what I said. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was upset. I know y'all were upset. I wanted that streak to end. Everybody wanted that streak to end. That was that would have been awesome. My wife, you know, I was visibly upset. My wife looks at me and she says, "It's you know, it's a good season when you're upset." that you gave up one touchdown in a game when you're dominating Florida. And I said, you're right, but I still feel bad. And then Zamir busted that run mm. off to the end zone. And I said, okay, now we're, now we're all back. Mm-hmm. We're all feeling good. Mm. No, it was fantastic. That's the number we care about most of all, again, is that win. And it wasn't just the two minutes and 19 seconds or whatever it was uh, between the first quarter and halftime right there at the end that did it, Daniel. Uh, it it was the entire game, Colin. What was what was the thing that stood out to you from this game? Like the biggest impression, being a longtime okay. UGA fan yeah. of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. What was the biggest impression from this game? I would say uh, that man, Nicobe Dean, is <clears throat> everywhere. That's that's the biggest. I I left the game thinking to myself. College football players don't do what this man, N'Kobe Dean, is doing. I don't know if y'all remember a couple of weeks ago when, uh, you know, the first time college game day was in Athens and they did that uh, that piece on the defense and they asked Nolan Smith what makes this defense special and Nolan Smith pointed at N'Kobe Dean and said, we just do whatever that guy does, says to do, whatever he calls, mm. we just do that. Mm. Um, and Nolan Smith did what N'Kobe Dean called to the tune of two forced turnovers yesterday. Uh, yep. But also, Nicobe Dean, like middle linebackers don't break on the ball on the sideline and house it for 50 yards the way that Nicobe, and it just doesn't happen. Uh, so no. I left the game yesterday being like, this guy, Nicobe Dean, he's a lagoon creature. It's not a, it's not real. That was a DeAndre Baker play. And, the, and yes. you realize that like that dude weighs, that, that dude weighs 260. And he, yep. He leads the team in sacks, and he's the best tackler on the on the on the unit as well. And oh, he can do that too. Oh, he's got the ball skills as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he held the ball. He kept the ball across the goal line too. Unlike DeAndre Baker, which is oof, 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 man. Come, come on, Kyle. I mean, it's the energy right. that we expect from UGA fans. That's appropriate, but still, nonetheless. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, when he. Yeah, okay. Um, look, when he baited that throw, that was the exceptional thing to me on that play. Like I know it was incredible ball skills. It was incredible, but y'all realize this is this is the type of level we're at now. We're like the orcas out in the wild, just picking up seals and like tossing them up in the air just yeah. for fun. Mm-hmm. And and he's over here being like, "Hey, go ahead." No, no, he's open. He's o- go ahead, throw it in the flat. Oh, wait a second. I knew you were going to do that. And let me let me go. House that was. Exceptional. This man is different. Um, Roquan Smith has has some competition at uh, at that Mount Rushmore for middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. It's there. Look, yep. they they did a special on this defense on game day. I'm still waiting for the special that they're going to do on Nat Geo 
on this college defense or on this Georgia defense, just comparing us to the Oracle Whales. But I, I, I hear that the production is in the works. And so um, if you could give us if you could give us an update on where the production stands for that, that'd be fantastic. Um, don't forget that not only did Nicobe Dean have a pick six, but he was also, you could say, responsible for the other interception in that game. Um <clears throat> Three, a three, really a three-headed monster because Trayvon Walker, unbelievable play. That's a defensive tackle, y'all. I don't know if you are aware of that, but he came into school. Dean weighed a lot. Uh-huh. Y'all know who, how much Trayvon Walker weighs? He out there dropping into a into coverage and um, unbelievably athletic play, and then Nolan Smith, the beneficiary. But but don't forget Nicobe Dean's pressure up the middle uh, on that play. Um, what happens when Anthony Richardson is pressured? What did John Tweet Sports tell us was going to happen when he was pressured? Does he mm. does he throw the ball to his team when he's pressured, or he makes it the other? Makes team? very wise decisions. Very wise, very sure. methodical decision making process happens then. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. All right, we got more to talk about, Colin. I want to hear the rest of your thoughts on the game. I want to hear um, what stood out to you from this from this cocktail party, um, and we'll get to all that um, as soon as we come back. And Clint tells you about this. Coach Wolf and X, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it. I know you'll love it as much. It's wicked addictive. It's the leader in college sports daily fantasy. Offers more college props than anyone else in the world. So if you could find a college prop, I don't know, on Anthony Richardson interceptions in a game, you that's fine. I would have said, yeah. On this podcast, we said, go ahead and make a prop on a pick six. Don't sleep on that. And y'all would have been just fine over at prizepicks.com. Take the over. Offer, take the over. Uh, all of the users right now, head over there and get promo code locked on. Get 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Put $100 in. Get $100 right on top of that. Promo code locked on. You pick two to five players over under their projections, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app both at the App Store and Google Play, or you can go to prizepicks.com. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code locked on. Get in the App Store. Download the app today. PrizePicks is daily fantasy made easy. Colin, we were talking before we started recording, and... um I said to me, my favorite part of this game is that I knew we were going to win. I knew mm. that the win was coming. That I was not que- I, I was not questioning it whatsoever. And then we did win. I knew that the game wasn't going to be close. And then the game wasn't close. And, and so you might think that that would have been sort of a bland vanilla day for me. You might mm. think that like, yeah, well, there's no, there's no anticlimactic. There's no, there's no excitement in that. You might think, but um, you'd be wrong. That. It felt better to to know we were better and then to prove we were better than it did to outperform my expectations, which just goes to show you, I think, Georgia fans, am I right, Colin, that like it's okay to believe. I know you're on this team, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're on the side. Mm-hmm. It's okay to believe in this team. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm in a, you know, like we all are, in a, a, a good amount of Georgia football group texts. And I feel like yeah. I'm the only one all year that has been sort of beating the drum of like, this team is the best team. This team is elite. Why are you person in group text? Why are you worried about the Tennessee game? Hinton Hooker is of no consequence to me. Like that's me. They've been me all year. Cause I'm like, it's okay. Like there have been years past where we get to Atlanta and I'm sort of like, 
hoping against hope we might beat Alabama. Like, you know, maybe we get a couple of bounces and, you know, whatever the 50-50 breaks our way. And I'm like, if you if you run the simulation a thousand times, we win the most times. Like, we are the best team. And it's okay to feel that way. And that's how I felt yesterday watching us against Florida. Watching us against the, against who I heard was the best quarterback in the SEC. That's just what I He's heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what most I heard. talented. I heard, yeah, so good that on that pick six, Nicobe Dean felt no need to spy Anthony Richardson. He was he had vacated the premises. He was <laughs> nowhere is, to be found. No. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It um, it it's a it's a wide gap between Georgia and these other teams. And not only that, it's a wide gap between this Georgia team and previous Georgia teams. Like it's a wide gap between this team and 2017, y'all. Like I'm not again, it's not it's not to say we're going to every time by the way we make these comments Colin on the pods. Oh, somebody gets on the YouTube comments and says like you must not have been a Georgia fan very long if that's how you feel. And Clint personally gets very upset by those types of comments. He gets <laughs> he gets he gets hurt. He's very sensitive, and so please don't make those comments because Clint Clint really does not appreciate them. But uh, look, y'all came, y'all came at me on Friday before the Georgia game and before the Braves were in the World Series. I wasn't a well man, and it's things true. just it, it got hit. It's true. Um, it's right. like a peach. It's, um, <laughs> like like a peach. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a wide gap and, um, and and I mean, I don't know, how do you say it any, like, it's just, it's this defense, like who's going to score. I watched the, I watched the Ohio state Penn state game on Saturday night. I'm sorry. Who's going to score? Who's, who is it that's going to score against this Georgia team? I don't see it. The the team that I had most fear about, Oklahoma. Like, I mean, hey, look, again, Georgia fan, listen to us. Look me in the eye. I swear I understand this. We have to go play the game. No one's saying we're going to be handed it, okay? But what we're saying is if you look, nothing scares you. When you are that orca out in the wild, no, sure, a whole pack of sharks can come up on you and, and something can go weird. A dolphin and herd, I don't even know what it's called. Somebody, Nat Geo, tell me what a dolphin yep. herd is called. The is old, it a family? I think it's a family. Herd of dolphins. The old herd of dolphins <laughs> they, coming up. They, they could do something to you. But you're not walking around scared, okay? That's the point that we want you, Georgia fan, to understand. Stop playing like there's a boogeyman behind us. Guess what? We're the boogeyman. Like, guys, we are the boogeyman. This defense is the boogeyman. This Todd Munkin-led offense is the boogeyman. Nothing scares us. We scare other people. Nobody wants to play us. And yes, we have to go execute. That's every single Saturday, guys. Every single Saturday. But no, this this defense was something else. This offense was clicking. Zeus is, by the way, the running back we all hoped he would be. Let's, We're here. We're here. Let's go there. Let's go there right Please now. Please do. Uh, Please do. Kyle. Colin, your thoughts on the offense and particularly this, this what I'm going to now call a two-headed monster of number three and number four uh, and their performance yeah. on Saturday. What did you see out of the backfield? Specifically out of the backfield, I saw, I saw a, a stable of running backs, and like you said, particularly number three and four, that were just going to kind of, you know, like we said, Kirby has these mantras, you know, you've, we said that before, mm-hmm. this year it's connection, right? But 
2017, it was just keep chopping, right? Just keep chopping wood, chopping wood, chopping wood, chopping wood. And eventually you chop long enough and you get the ball back and you go one, two plays, 42 yards, Zeus to the house at the end of the game because this running, this backfield just doesn't quit. And I also think we're, we're seeing right now what we've been wanting to see from the two of them for so long, which is that they complement each other so well, sort of like yeah. James getting outside, Zeus sort of like I said, being that like in between the tackles, whatever. Those two are working together in such a great way and it also speaks to Todd Munkin his ability to like you know sometimes in the NFL you feel like this pass catching back is in the game that means they're running XYZ and both of them can run both style but we're seeing them being utilized in ways that are really complementary to one another so the backfield I mean A plus yeah and it's it's like you said it's that complementary it's a two-headed monster first 100 yard rushing game of the season for Zeus which is not surprising because, um, you know, we've 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 been sharing the load. But I think, you know, obviously Kenny had the turnover in this game and, and I thought was playing well before that, had a really nice reception and run after the catch. Um, Kenny did in his in his return. But you saw, I think, in this game, again, Kendall Milton's hurt, and so that that's probably going to factor in. But you saw Todd Munkin really lean on those two guys, and when those two guys got a sweat going, when those two guys got a lather going, it they're tough. They're really tough to stop. And this offensive line is really, really good. Like they're they're really good. Right tackle McClendon got beat on a couple pass pro situations mm-hmm. in this game, but um, when they drive off the ball. This offensive line is not the biggest we've ever had. There's no Ben Cleveland out there. There's not even a truck out there, like just massive people inside. There's no Solomon Kenley. But these guys run block angry, and, and they do it really, which is really good for this offense. As you said, Clint, Todd Munkin feels like he's in a bit of a groove play calling. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing, this blocking, this run game, if you didn't see on the touchdown, I'm talking about the touchdown and also the the house from Zamir that was from over 40, um, two things that happened on those plays that we've been lacking in other areas or other games and other years, but we're back now. I know Kyrus Jackson caught a touchdown ball that was phenomenal. That was just spectacular ball skills. But when we were down near the end zone, we punched it in. Did you see him drive blocking his DB out of the back of the end zone? And did you see on Zeus's house call who was 19 ain't just a pretty face that could run with the ball? Y'all 19 is downfield taking safety's souls. Okay. He yeah. is blocking that this, that's this offensive line. Yes. But now the connection, the team first mentality, this run game is clicking. Cause all of a sudden we got big O and uh, Brock out there blocking and, you ain't gonna win on them blocking you downfield, no. y'all. And Kyrus Jackson is doing the same thing. So that's a that's a bad man. 19, I don't know if y'all man. saw on that's... that specific Zeus play. Oh yeah, on that specific Zeus play, Bowers comes across the formation, kind of like uh, Cheney used to utilize this a lot, where he'd have a tight end kind of as an H back, and they would come across the formation to create an extra gap on whatever side of the formation. And Bowers comes across the formation on that Zeus run, and there's not really a hole there. And he just sort of creates it. He's like, well, we're going here. And he just kind of plowed it out and then kept running, went and found his safety yeah. and Zeus 40 yards later is in the end zone. He, 19 is unbelievable. He just, he freaking Minecrafted a hole. Like there's not a, there was not a hole there, but he just, <laughs> cool. he just went ahead oh. and said like, we'll put not, one not here. Not a sponsor. Just, not a sponsor. Not no, a sponsor not. yet. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> 
Um, uh, speaking of sponsors, um, listen, mm. we're now 20. See what, we're now t- see what there? See what did there? Yeah. Look, professionals. This is professionalism is what this is. Uh, we're 20 minutes into the podcast. We hadn't talked about, we have not waxed poetically about Dan Mullen yet. And so segment three, stay tuned because I can't, I can't let it go any longer. But first, I want to tell you about Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar on planet Earth. Um, they come in a wide variety of delicious flavors, and all of them can be ordered at BillBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15, and you'll get 15% off your order. They're all high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, keto-approved, and great for whatever diet, meal plan, meal replacement, pre-workout, post-workout you happen to need. BillBar.com. Clint and I have tried every single flavor, and every single flavor is delicious. And you can get yours at BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, guys. What if I told you that it was three to nothing in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party? Georgia had already missed a field goal. In true world's largest outdoor cocktail party fashion. Mm. I mean, nothing more world's largest outdoor cocktail party than a boat, than a, a weird intentional grounding on third down weird. and then a missed field goal after driving the ball down the field. Georgia gets a three and out and then they get the ball back, but they only get a field goal. It's in the second quarter of the game. The score is three to nothing. It's the number one team in the country and a team that's four and three. What if I told you that on the Mm. 38-yard line, Mm. it was fourth and 13? Okay. And instead of kicking a a long field goal. Which would have been, by the way, you kick a long field goal, you make it, all of a sudden, Georgia, we're not feeling so good. Like, we're now tied. Three to three. Oh, it's not good. Or punting and pinning this offense, which albeit the offense had been moving the ball, but the offense had not scored to that point in the game. You pin us back on the one-yard line, and you potentially get a three and out. And, you know, the quarterback, which maybe we'll get to on a future episode, the quarterback not throwing the ball down the field at this point, but you pin us back on the one-yard line. Maybe you get the ball back inside the 50. You have a chance to score. What if I told you that instead of all that, the best coach okay. in the SEC, the best offensive mind college football's ever seen, ever decides to go for it on fourth and thirteen. Oh, what, what would you say? Yeah, this is Dan Mullen. This is what is happening right there. This he lost the game for his team in that moment. I sent you a text, Clint, and I said mm-hmm. this is the turning point of the game. Period. End of sentence. And guess what? It was. When he when he sent that offensive unit back out, when he got in his headset and started looking at his card, I did a I started fist pumping and running around my kitchen table, and my kids were like, "Dad, what are you doing?" I said, "Fellas, buckle up because you're about to watch a moron hand us a game." And sure enough, the moron did. Yeah, Clint. Just to clarify, <clears throat> he he went to like his best play right there, right? Like he he drew up <laughs> just the. Just a miracle play. Something. It was the one circled on the card that was like behind. He had to flip open a secret compartment and like pull out an envelope yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah. Break in case of emergency. He he went to that play, <laughs> or I'm just is that what he did? Or no, no. Nope. What did, no, what did just, he do instead? Just, just throw it right at the guy's feet. Is that what it was? Just right at the receiver's feet. 
yep. a receiver, by the way, because we could play the name a Florida receiver game if you'd like to. Uh, I I would lose. That's Justin Shorter. There's the one. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I his think Percy Harvin. I think Percy Harvin was there at one point. Yeah, is he yeah, still? Yeah. Is he still on eligibility? Or? Um, by the way, I understand that he was asked to triple option his way against monsters, lagoon creatures, as Colin calls them, mm-hmm. and that's what precipitated the moment he got out of the game. But let me tell you this right now, okay? The injury happened on that fourth and thirteen. Okay, it was a it was a ego and emotion injury that happened and the whole rest of the game he wasn't the same uh and he got absolutely obliterated his mind was gone we have again we not only take souls of coaches we take souls of quarterbacks and i feel bad for the quarterback honestly I, that that's on dan like that soul is on Just him maybe as many either souls he'll are. either he'll transfer and have a great career at south carolina or he <laughs> or or whoever the next coach Florida brings in, hopefully he can develop quarterbacks because Anthony Richardson deserves a fair chance. Um, he was never given a fair chance. But let me just, if you're an option team, Clint, mm. if you can't throw the football, Clint. Okay. And, and again, it's fourth and 13. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's three to three. Oh, three to nothing. Sorry. It's three to nothing. No one is forcing you to do something other than just punt the football and play defense in a game that all you need is a fumble scoop and score. And you could win at this point in the game. If you're like, if you're an option team, you're probably not going to gain 13 yards on fourth down. And so maybe just don't hand us the game. And sure enough, um, Florida hands us the game. Of course, we don't score on that possession that we get the ball back because of the interest. But that all of that precipitates the onslaught of no points down. that come at the end of the first half in probably the greatest two minutes of football that I've ever witnessed in my entire life, ever, at any point, mm. ever. Mm. I'll be watching it 40 times this week. Not not an exaggeration. When when anybody asks me, what's, what's on your phone? What do you... What do you got going on there? It'll be the same answer every single time. Because the two minutes before we went to half at Georgia, Florida. And they'll be like, haven't you seen that? I said, Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's fine. But it's like a it's like a masterpiece artwork. The more times you see it, the better it gets. Uh it is just oh gosh, that's beautiful. If, if somebody asks me, uh, what do you have on there? My first response going forward is gonna be, Do you want me to answer that question? Uh, <laughs> kind of like the reporter in Dan Mullen's press conference. Uh, but after that, just just crown that man. Just crown that he man. S- he said, "He said, I don't know. We won this year, and uh, we won. They won this year, and we won last year. So you tell me what the talent difference is." And the reporter said, "Really? Do you want me to tell you the talent difference in these two teams? Because I will if you want me to." And then Dan started like, yeah, look, look, yeah. now hold on. Was that a, that must've been like a Georgia beat writer that was asking him that question. No, listen, no. if you, Oh, it was a Florida beat writer oh. telling Dan that he knew more about the talent gap than Dan does. Ooh. Ooh. When you, your coworkers are idiots, Clint, who gets more annoyed by that? People that work in the company or people that work outside the company? Who do you think hates Dan Mullen more? Florida people Inside. or Georgia people? We, yeah. we, let the record straight. All three of us love, love Dan Mullen. Oh, love him. A plus. Genius. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, A plus. 
Okay. I, I think I think yeah. this it deserves the last couple minutes of the podcast. It deserves it. Because I'm gonna make a statement. Okay. I'll be the one out okay. the gate since you know I haven't watched that many Georgia Florida cocktail parties. Apparently, <laughs> uh, let me let me be the first one out of the gate. Okay, Stetson Bennett needs benched today. Okay, now okay. that is not against Stetson Bennett. Let me specify: two things can be true at the same time. Stetson, I love you and thank you for getting us here. No, no hatred, no animosity, no bad feelings. But he needs benched today. Why, guys? Because we have a better quarterback. That, that's the end of the story. But the end of the story is I love Stetson, but we have something better. And why not use the better thing? It needs to happen. Let me, let me, um, first of all, it's been fun, listeners. Thank you for right. tuning into the podcast for that first 27 minutes. Um, so they, they were gone at minute 22. Don't worry. I know you've already turned it off, but it's been fun. Um, secondly, let me just, if I might, Clint, um, let me, let me, now I'm not going to even, this is not even me pushing back. This is a cautionary tale, Clint. And it's something, it's a cautionary tale that I think you typed on Twitter and therefore you of all people would know. Okay. Um, Dan Mullen is about to lose his job. Yes, sir. Be- because. He played the quarterback that the fans wanted him to play instead of the quarterback that was the best quarterback on the team. Listen, guys, the level to which Emory Jones is better than Anthony Richardson at quarterback right now is astronomical. He's so much better. And every Florida fan now sees that because all you had to do was watch the game and you would see that mm-hmm. clearly. Um. Dan Mullen said, nah, I'll just play the guy that the... Uh, and now, Dan Mullen's about to be in the stance, as you so aptly put it, with those fans uh, watching. Um, I'm not saying Stetson Bennett's astronomically better than JT Daniels. That's not my opinion. But my opinion is that I'm fine with Kirby and Todd making the decisions that Kirby and Todd want to make. I wish that they would make the decision that JT Daniels should play. But was JT Daniels full a full go? Did he have did he have all the reps they needed? Yes. It's, it's- no, 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 no. No, let me let me JT Kirby told us after the game in the presser, he used Kirbanese and he said if we needed him to play, he could have gone. Now go back over the six years. You know what Kirby says every single time against somebody who's not fully healthy but dressed out? It's the line. If we needed him, he could have played. AKA He's not fully healthy, and only in an emergency would he ran out there. That's what Kirby means. Yeah, I, I every the past couple of weeks, whenever he gets in a press conference and somebody asks him about the health of Marcus Rosamy Jack Saint, and he says he could have played in an emergency, I'm always wondering what this emergency could possibly be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always, every time he says that, I was like, "What is the emergency that would arise where he would say solution inter Marcus Rosemary. Marcus Rosemary. It's like, well, I know that half our team was swallowed up into a black hole, but we do have Marcus Rosemary here, so let's just go ahead and plug him in. Emergency. He's he's now our starting left guard because we lost all of our left guards, so we do have him. Um, let's, let's just suffice it to say at no point during this game, we might not know what the emergency is, but here's, I think we could safely say at no point during this game, was there an emergency? There's no, 
There was no an emergency. Setson Bennett's just straight up throwing the ball to the other team. Not an emergency. Do you know why? Because we could have tied with only the defense. There it is. If, <laughs> if the defense and the blatantly average kicker that we have had been the only people suited up today or on Saturday, we would have won the game. So there was no emergency. We're not and, – and spoiler alert – I don't foresee an emergency coming anytime soon. Nope. So, uh, Colin, final thoughts on the game. What's your big takeaway on this team? You're obviously you're obviously high on the rest of the season prognosis, but um, anything specific that you want to leave us with in terms of final thoughts? Two things. One, he's just called Pod now. He's not Hot Pod anymore. Until and for the foreseeable yes, he has to make many a kick before I will call him hot pot again. Second thing is this: I really truly believe that there are two teams in the country that are capable of beating this Georgia team on their best day. There okay, are two teams: it's Alabama and it's Ohio State. Those are the only two teams in the country that that I'm worried about. If we if we play one of those, I'm like, okay, this will be a game in some capacity. All the other teams are just, it's just you put them in the crock pot and you wait for them to eventually become soft and mushy. Just keep chopping. It'll be fine. That's, that's well said. And again, this team is different. It's not, it's not, defense travels. It's not, it's, you, no one can win if you can't move the ball, if you can't run the ball. If you can't, again, again, here's my answer every single time. This is what you try to do as a head coach. Okay. You take away their best player on offense and you attack their weakest player on defense. Okay. I'll let you decide who you attacking on this defense and who you're trying to take away. You choose. What about the freshman corner out there? Oh, is he 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 the weakest player on the defense? No, sir. No, he fine. He just fine. Uh, All right. There's lots more to talk about. Colin, thanks for being on the show. Where can the people find you on Mm -hmm. Twitter if they want to uh, hear more of these awful takes that you have about Georgia being good? Yeah, Uh, You can find me at ColinK91. That's Colin with two L's. ColinK91 on the Twitter if you want any any Georgia Bulldogs or movie takes. That's pretty much all I tweet about. And also, how do we we get into that group text where you are persuading all of us to step back from the ledge? Like, is that that open on the Twitter DM? Can we we get Just a direct message situation? Yeah, that's right. Um, All right, Colin, thanks for jumping on. Um, Clint and I will be back tomorrow. We've got a full week slate uh oh, i mean don't just, we ever listen this is about to look, get things look i'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this right now i'm gonna tell you this right now y'all thought brooks austin was a big like and he's a big fish okay just wait kurt kurt herb street coming on the pod you heard kurt, it here first we kurt, False. kurt we know you're listening False. Uh, reach out reach out to us um Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, we will be back tomorrow, and we will see you guys then. See ya.